0: Three, two, one, and we're live with Pop Sports. All right,
1: everybody. Welcome to Episodes 4 of Pop Sports with Jerry, Drew, and Alex behind the glass. Say hi, Thank Alex. you for joining us. How's it going, guys? Hey, we're doing fantastic. You know, six feet above instead of six feet under, I am doing okay. I don't know about you, Jerry. I'm holding my own. But first off, own. let us just thank our sponsors here. So first off, thanks to Blake's Restaurants with two locations, both in Manchester, New Hampshire at 353 South Main Street and... 53 Hooks Road, awesome yeah. ice cream. Definitely recommend it if you haven't been there. Graham Central's my favorite. They're also well-known for the Dirty Water and the Boston Blackout. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. You're going to love it. It's great. Fantastic. <laughs> also, Bellman Jewelers. Because at Bellman Jewelers, it's always a matter of trust at 1650 Elm Street. Check it out. Also, at 1650 Elm Street, King's Barbershop. Now at the penthouse suite, so clips with a view, and at King's Barbershop, live like a king. So, our first order of business, Jerry. We are going yes. to talk about the crazy NFL coaching carousel that's been going on. I know it has been insane. So, I mean. well, sorry. First off, let's say, uh, what is your most kind of surprising fire that you did so, not really expect?
2: Uh, my most ex- my most surprising fire is someone who probably still should have been fired long before, and it's Marvin Lewis. And here's my reasoning for this is, the Cincinnati Bengals are an organization that are clouded in secrecy and privacy and keeping to themselves, but they also like to keep things, keep the status quo as is. Marvin Lewis has gotten to the playoffs, I believe, seven times, given he's 0-7 in all of those playoff games, but ever since he came over, and I want to say 2003... He has been a good coach for the Bengals. He brought them into relevancy. The Bengals were an absolute joke of an organization before he got there, and he brought them to some serious respectability, taking some division titles away from some really good Ravens and Steelers teams specifically, even an occasional Browns team. But Marvin Lewis kept the, ba- the Bengals relevant, and for an organization an organization that doesn't like change, that surprised me. Still, he should have been fired if this was any other organization. But that was that was my big shocker. Mm. What was yours? Um, to be honest, none of them really shocked me. But if I was to choose
1: one, I'd probably say Adam Gase, which yeah. is probably surprising to you. Yes. I would think
2: he was he was my other choice. I so was I was a little
1: them, yeah. surprised by that, mostly because they gutted the Dolphins at the beginning of the season. They mm-hmm. traded away Landry. Uh, Sue was gone. I mean, they got rid of uh, Jay Z last year. year. Yep. Yep. So really, the Dolphins kind of. Cut the uh, their feet off their from up them, from under them, essentially. Yeah. Not to mention Tannehill's injury. Yeah, Tannehill's and injury, Tannehill's injury. So really, he didn't have a ton to work with, and they actually did better than I expected. Yeah. I don't remember, Alex. Could you uh, let us know what the final record of the I Dolphins was? I think they was?
2: finished seven and nine. I, I, say I don't think they quite finished eight hundred. Seven and nine. Seven yeah. and nine.
1: So, you know, for the lack of kind of talent that they had, and the fact that Tannehill was injured, um, I was a little surprised that they yeah. gave him the boot. Um, usually under those types of circumstances, I would think a coach would get maybe one more year. Um, but, you know, a lot of these firings really don't surprise me very much.
2: Agreed. The, the few things I did hear about the Adam Gates firing was he did begin to clash with some of the bigger bigger Ooh. names on the team, yeah. like Ajayi. Hot take. Like Landry. Um, I believe he also clashed with, at one point, um, Devontae Parker, Hence why he really got phased out of the offense (coughs) despite being a first-round talent and someone who really can play when given the opportunity. So I think Gase was trying to um, hold firm with some of his beliefs and what he was trying to instill in the team, but it wasn't really getting through to the players, so they were resisting. And the Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, is perennially a guy with a very short – Short amount of patience, and I think it showed yet again. They also cleared out their uh, VP or president of operations, Tannenbaum, Mike Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum, but like not that that was anything surprising. He's been kind of a joke for you know that about a dozen years or so. But yeah, you know I think it was just getting to the point where a lot of Jeff Fisher-esque 500 seasons got to the Dolphins, and they said let's clean house again. So,
1: kind of going off a tangent off of the um, the coaching carousel right now, We were, I know we were talking a little bit earlier about the whole Steeler situation. Yes. So, in this case from some of the things that you were reading, uh, Gase was clashing with Parker and some of the other bigger name yes. players. Yep. Um, do you think the NFL might be going in a direction where you might start to see superstar players have more of an influence on... A bit NBA-styled. NBA-styled, like ownership decisions or well, uh, contract decisions, coaching decisions. Do you think that players are starting to take kind of a turn for that in the NFL? Because if so, I want no part of it. I freaking hate that about the NBA.
2: I think I think this is a very interesting period, specifically with Pittsburgh, an organization that has only had, I think Tomlin's their third head coach in their entire history. I think it went from Chuck Knoll to Bill Cowher to Mike Tomlin, if I'm not mistaken. So the Steelers are an organization that prides itself on continuity, mass success and continuity. And if, if the Steelers go down the road of supporting the player, I feel like you could have a serious domino effect on the rest of the league. Because a team like, you know, the Lions or the Browns or the Jaguars, or a team that doesn't quite have the same clout within the league that the Steelers do, would almost follow that trend. The NFL and most of North American sports has been a copycat league. If something works, another team will copy it and try to follow suit. And the Steelers could set that precedent, and it could be a really dangerous path should they back Antonio Brown and all of the antics that he's brought to the table. Now, I've, I've been a pretty big fan of Mike Tomlin, and I've told you off the air countless times that I'm a fan of Tomlin. I, I think he's one of the better coaches in the league. I don't think he's elite. He's no Bob Belichick. No one's saying he's Bob Belichick. Bill Belichick's the unquestioned number one in the league. But I think Tomlin's in the discussion for that next grouping. And I think he's dealt with guys like Antonio Brown constantly, and we haven't heard of it. But Antonio Brown, as ESPN adequately puts it, saga, I mean, is, is really starting to wear on on the league, and I think the Steelers need to back Tomlin for the sake that I think he's one of the better coaches, and I think Brown is towards the end. Yeah. If you
1: don't back your coach at this point in time, uh, your organization is uh, screwed. It will turn into, as my little tiny red-headed person, he lives in a White House, uh, your organization no turns into No reference to anyone uh, I know. Poop. A little poop. Thank you, Sam, for the little gift. So your organization is going to turn to poop, okay? Well, shit, but Whatever.
0: Hasn't Tomlin had enough chances?
1: So thank you. He's, yes, he's, he has. He's, he's had a yes, superstar team
2: for years. Yes, he has. He's delivered though. No, he hasn't. He's won a Super Bowl himself. One. One. He's made it to another. The and Patriots have made
0: it to multiple Super Bowls with a
2: trash, trash team. You're comparing arguably the most dominant team in North American history. Like no one can, no one can hold a candle to the Patriots. What they've done since 2001.
1: What about the Bills? Ah, no, I'm just kidding. They lost four in a row. I'm just
2: kidding. I I think it's wrong to compare the Steelers to the Patriots. The Patriots are the class of the NFL. They are the best run, most dominant organization in North
0: American sports history. We're dominant with nothing, though. They should be dominant with the. Weapons they have. It's you unbelievable. You could say that about anything.
2: You could say that about the Seahawks. You could say that about the Broncos a few mm-hmm. years ago. You could say that about mm-hmm. any team that's come through. You could say that about the Packers. Mm-hmm. Like I
0: don't think there's a lot of teams right now for the past three years that have had a stronger team than Seahawks. the Steelers. Seahawks. Mm-hmm. With what?
2: That with defense? Who? That Earl Thomas, no, 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 Richard no, no, no. Sherman. No, the past oh, three years. Three the past years. three
0: years with their offense.
2: The, St- the, the Steelers the have had the best offense. Oh, the best offense? Yeah, yeah. and I a mean, relatively
0: good defense. Like enough to keep defense them in the Defense wins game.
2: championships. And they haven't had the defense to. To really take it.
1: Neither have we. Mm, You're comparing yeah, any, the Steelers to the Patriots well, any, any Patriots team that's won the Super Bowl has had a good defense. They've had a
2: good enough defense, a mastermind coach, who's the best coach in NFL history, and the best quarterback in NFL history. To compare any organization or any team to the Patriots is wrong. Just plain wrong. wrong. You, you want to compare the Steelers it's to the Packers... You want to compare the Steelers to the Seahawks, the Broncos of the last few years, the Ravens? That's fair. That's that's where they operate. They are not the Patriots. No one is the Patriots.
1: Damn right. That's also, right. Also, but-
2: they run into the Patriots, and the Patriots beat them. So you're going to punish Tomlin for losing to the greatest quarterback of all time? When? When what? He yeah.
0: has a good enough quarterback who's just a, happens to be a bad person. Mm-hmm. But he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. You know they also have weapons all over the field.
2: Mm-hmm. I. Right. So you're punishing Tomlin for yes. not beating the Patriots? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So you're. So- on
0: paper, they should crush us.
2: That's trying to beat mm-hmm. rock with scissors. It's not going to happen. Uh, I don't know. I was going to say you had nothing. In real life.
1: Li- in happens, are you in real life. In real life, you yeah, could yeah, kill right. someone mm-hmm. with a rock. Let's get real. Come on.
2: Okay. <laughs> <I don't> know, <laughs> I don't know. anything to do with anything. Yeah, rock, scissors, beats, uh, whatever. My point is, is I do think Tomlin is one of the better coaches in the league. Despite what you say, he's not worse than, like, who is he worse than? I mean, if you're going to say that Mike Tomlin is a bad coach, I'm going to argue to the end with you. Okay. You well, have to at least say he's a good coach. Tell me who he is he's a good better coach. Than. He just Thank needs you. a new team, I think. He needs a new space. I think he needs to get rid of Antonio Brown. Oh, think about some of the head cases he's dealt Brown. with. Between Roethlisberger, Brown, Martavius Bryant, I mean, those are some really. Le'Veon Bell, those are some enormous personalities. James Harrison. But look at the way Belichick handled you know? And I'm not even a huge Belichick guy, but I give him credit for that. For Belichick handling who?
1: Some of the nutcases that have come through New England. Isn't it interesting that
0: the Steelers are chasing away their two best players, or are their two best players just headstrong?
2: No, I
1: think they're psychotic. They're both wicked divas. No, like, it's I'm, watching the desperate players of the NFL.
2: Yeah. It's desperate because housewives.
1: Because they're the about they to lose. For, yeah. It's essentially the desperate housewives of Pittsburgh. Um,
0: they're bringing up Brown has a, has a bonus to show up next year of $2.5 that they're saying that he may not get because they don't know if he's going to show up next year. He's well, an
2: idiot. Well, here's the deal is the Steelers can't cut him. by cu- Because his cap hit, I think, is about $22 million, And by <laughs> cutting him... Th- they still, I think are they still inc- him- incurred a penalty of twenty-one and a half million. Like it's only like a one or a half a million dollar savings by cutting him and trading him is the same offset in cash. So there's almost no benefit for the Steelers to actually get Brown off his ro- off their roster. So that's why their hands are also tied. Le'Veon Bell's a, a separate situation, especially when you consider that James Conner has looked really good and even Jalen Samuels the last few. Last few games has really run fantastic. He's, he's a different style runner than Connor as well, which bodes well for the both of them being a pair going forward. And couple that with the fact that Juju Smith Schuster has looked Dude, he unbelievable. A freak.
1: This kid is a freak. He's, un, he's, he's unreal. He's so good. And
2: he even did well when Brown wasn't on the field. So I think that's another thing that the Steelers have to take into consideration when looking towards the post Antonio Brown future. I also think, I brought this up to Drew off the air, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, say what you want about him as a person or whatever, but in terms of the football acumen that this guy has, he's been pretty right on some of the controversial things he's come out and and said. He heavily criticized Todd Haley and eventually got him run out of Pittsburgh. He was trying to, to inform everyone that Todd Haley was really handcuffing the offense by not allowing him to run no huddle offense in a two-minute style offense. Once Todd Haley left, the Steelers' offense exploded. Roethlisberger was throwing over 400 yards. Everyone was racking up points, and the Steelers went on a winning streak. I think this was last year, and the Steelers went on a big run. Uh, Roethlisberger was also criticized for calling out Martavius Bryant, pretty much saying he, he needs to get in the film room and really start to give a damn about football. Turns out Martavius Bryan is Josh Gordon in terms of talent and head case, except Josh Gordon at least has the ability to say, I have a problem. Martavius Bryan's getting suspended again. He's on another indefinite suspension because he can't keep... Is he really? Oh, yeah. He's done. Mm -hmm. He's indefinite. This is his second indefinite suspension, which means it's going to take him at least two years to even get reinstated. And for the NFL to reinstate him, he needs to show... Um, I think it's like a consecutive, a long period of time without a drug issue, which he's not going to do because he's not even <laughs> yeah, acknowledging really. that he has an issue. At least Josh Gordon is. At least Josh did Gordon's Josh like, Gordon I have an in issue. trouble again? Is that why he had oh, Yeah, he got another indefinite suspension. It oh, happened around yeah. the same time. No, no, but no. Josh Gordon's going right back to rehab.
0: Oh, so he did this year again fail another
1: test. No. Yeah, that's why he stepped down. During he the bye
2: bi- week, he failed another test. Apparently the Patriots had like some... Crazy security and watch team on him, and he still somehow got around it. And there was a whole thing there. I have no idea the details. That's barely being leaked. I think we know somebody that works for the Patriots. No, no, no. I have no idea who we're talking
0: about. We on. could uh, we could text our source. We'll find out.
1: Uh, well,
2: we'll see. we we'll try to get to the that into it, we have a source. <laughs> we have. We, we have
1: actually
2: a, do. We have a guy on the ground who. We, we do. do. This yeah. is actually the crazy hey, thing. He actually. Oh, we can't say what he does. Right. That's yeah, we, we, can't we can't say, can't anything. say anything. Oh, no, we're 100% the,
1: serious. We actually have a game. Like,
2: he's a legitimate, unnamed source. Yeah. Do not okay. say his name. <laughs> yeah, you can't say Or his what name. he does, right. Or, or anything. You know what? We're going to talk about it. It could be her name, him
1: name. Her Maybe name. You're right. Their name. It Their name. name.
2: Whatever. Peter Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying I know, about just... Roethlisberger. is another thing he, he did was he called out Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown in the last couple of years, saying that they weren't completely invested. In the team. And it turns out that Le'Veon Bell kind of might seem like he wasn't all that invested in the Steelers team. And there have been countless teammates that are now saying that they think Antonio Brown totally quit on the team. And I said this again to you off air. I think it was Ryan Clark, the ESPN analyst, former safety for the Steelers, who said that.
0: This is hilarious. I'm sorry. We're having a. i am sorry we are having I was going to say, you just keep zooming in on me. I was just trying We're, no, we're no, all right. set now. We're all set. Okay. 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 okay.
2: I mean, thank you for trying to get the beautiful shot of my face, but that's whatever. Anyway, anyway,
1: but <laughs> Nothing. I'm trying to anyway. figure out a second career. Maybe maybe modeling, plus <laughs> size modeling. Hey, King's Barbershop. There you go. There's a the one up. All you. Eey. Blue steel. It's
0: the click. It's the
2: <laughs> It really is. That's what gets me. Hey, 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 hey. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't break. Don't break something. <laughs>
0: Okay. What was, that All right, rant we're you, good. what was that rant you huh? had going on? It, it lost a
2: lot of steam. It's, it's pretty hey. much fading. Hey. All not I'm deal. saying is Roethlisberger's are a you, really good judge mid- of his teammates. Hey. Tomlin's not a bad coach. And you're an idiot for continually comparing him to Bill Belichick. That's it. I'm done. Done. <laughs> Move along. Check Where were we? Handled. Are we talking about coaching carousels? Oh, still? wait, wait. Before, before we finish with
1: the coaching carousel, can I just say, Even I don't know beginning. about you guys, but... The three teams that I hate the most in the entire NFL are... (laughs) One? Oh, okay. Uh, Number one, actually, is the Steelers. I hate the Steelers the most out of any other team. Two. Uh, Two, the Jets. Jets. Even though they've sucked for almost my entire life that I've been watching football. Uh, Ever since the Rex Ryan era, I absolutely hated them. Stupid foot fetish. Um, The guy... Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't like them. And... uh, Cowboys. I was gonna say, did you just forget the last? I did a little bit. Cowboys hate the Cowboys. A little and, the Cowboys. And what does this have to
0: do with what's going on?
2: Um, absolutely nothing. I oh, you just was saying that, that it was...
1: was fantastic that the Steelers did not make the playoffs this year. Oh. I thought it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay. You realize? Do you realize that the reason the Steelers did not make the playoffs was solely because of the Browns twice? The first game of the season, they couldn't beat them. They tied the Browns, and then. They were relying on the Browns to win in order to get into the playoffs. If you rely on the Browns to win... In Baltimore. You are dead. You are dead. Still almost pulled the it off. The best part. I the was points. crying laughing. Yes, it was awesome. But I was crying laughing. I was watching the... I was sad. The Browns.
2: <laughs> I like the Browns.
1: This is the one time where I was like, oh, wow, I actually want the Ravens to win because I also hate the Ravens. I hate a lot of things. I hate a lot of teams. Whatever. So I was actually happy that the Browns lost. And the best part was the Steelers game, you see them win, you have all the fans staying in the stadium, watching on the Jumbotron, with the AFC North champion t-shirts, right on the field, with the players watching, all giddy, because the Browns are like five yards out of the field goal range, in order to win the game, but no, they throw a pick, and it was awesome! Oh my god, it was the... It was such an awesome Christmas present. Sorry, holiday present, or... You can say say Christmas Christmas present. present. Like, what's these stupid PC formalities? Christmas present. It was a phenomenal. Samara's had a rough life. His awkward face. Are you trying to say (laughs) I have an awkward face? (laughs) (laughs) My name is not Samara. Can be. I'm just trying to bring up this uh, clip. Oh, please. I love it. Do you want to play Show it? Show you this. Oh. Look at this thing live from Heinz Field. Look at everyone still in position. The fan base <laughs> idiots. Show you this. Oh. Look at this thing live from Heinz Field. Look at everyone still in position. Just, just genius. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. And then they lose it.
2: Oh, you rested your whole season on the Browns. You freaking dopes. Well, they also <laughs> slipped against the Jaguars, trying to kick a field goal to win it. They also blew oh. another game.
1: Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Oh yeah, I actually think it's good for the league that the Steelers are out,
2: because really it's been the wouldn't Pats. You, wouldn't you say that the Pats losing would have also helped?
1: For the league, yes. For us, no. <laughs> just, for the just, league, absolutely. But for just, us, hell, hell no. no. Get, <laughs> no. Get <laughs> out of here! What you would you say that? The credential oh, center would be like up in flames if that happened. Um, yeah, so that That's was true. just my little Steelers thing. That was about it.
2: Yeah, so we went way off track and literally <laughs> did not talk about coaching carousel at all. All so, right, so back just, to
1: the coaching carousel. So let's
2: yeah, so let's, let's continue
0: with the coaching carousel. So Todd Bowles.
2: Yeah, Todd Bowles. He's out as the Jets coach, and it Long looks like going. looks like Mike McCarthy's the favorite in New York because they want a, they want an offensive mind. And quite frankly, the Jets haven't been able to attract a really good young mm. a really good young up and coming coach. So I think that would actually be a really good landing spot for both McCarthy and the Jets. Definitely. Another name to watch is Jim Caldwell. Oh, Jim Caldwell. God. Jim Caldwell might have done better in Detroit than we gave him credit for. Seeing as Matt, has Matt Patricia had a very similar team. Oh, that was just and, my Jim Caldwell. Oh, I was going to say I don't know what that were what you doing there. <laughs> it was just my
1: Jim Caldwell. Sorry.
2: Anyway, I think Jim Caldwell another, another, interesting <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> interview that they have set up that could be seen as one of the favorites because he's another offensive mind. That did that is technically, I think, the winningest coach in Detroit Lions history. Really? I I think he has the highest winning percentage, at least. Wow. Because he made the playoffs one year, I think, with a ten win record, and then I think he went eight and eight another year. Wow. And then even if he went six and ten, that's better than any coach I can remember in Detroit Lion history. Well, he has
0: a, a career head coaching record of sixty two and
2: fifty. Really? Yeah. yeah. He, wow. Well, he also had some really good Colts Surprising. teams. Surprising. But oh, if you can true. if you can cue up his true. Detroit Lions record specifically, because mm. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that he had, uh, that he was one of the, if he was not the winningest coach in Lions history, it's winningest coach in Lions, like, modern history since. You know
1: what, that makes sense, because during are, the, the Stafford era, like, they didn't really have a
2: quarterback before Stafford. Oh, do you, it was like John Kitna and Joey Harrington. And yeah. The, they were like the Browns. The, the ghost of Carissa. Dante Culpepper. I mean, oh, that, yeah. those were the quarterbacks. I remember, Rodney Pete, You know, that was in the Barry Sanders era. Like it was, there was nothing. That's true. Yeah, uh, I'm actually trying to think. There was one other quarterback I think who totally busted when he was out in Detroit, but it was really Kitten and Harrington were the two.
0: So uh-huh. he was 36 and 28.
2: 30, that's a really good record that's for the Lions. That's actually not bad. That's not a not really bad. good record for the Lions. He, so that he, means just he went, looks
1: like a potato, though, with like his mouth open. He
2: does. He, he does. He just kind of sits there like little... with his mouth
0: open, just like... Uh... Oh, it, it's funny you say that. This is the article
1: I just saw. <laughs> there it is. No, that's actually him showing more emotion. May have emotions. been Detroit
2: Lions' most successful coach in Super Bowl era. Perfect. Interesting. Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, no that's definitely a uh, aggressive face for him. Yeah, that, that's definitely I've the never most emotion I've ever seen. him he's he's never hype. Him. He's never that hype. No, oh, it's God essentially no. he's mm-hmm. the emotional epitome of Belichick, but he actually just leaves his mouth open.
2: So when Peyton Manning was like, out look for, up
1: for pictures. Look up pictures of Jim Caldwell.
2: When when Jim Caldwell was the coach of the Indianapolis Colts, he was. I think his last year was the year Manning was out with a neck injury, and Curtis Painter was the quarterback there, or some schlub like that, and. Just his face every single day, every Sunday, <laughs> was, was just awesome. the exact same <laughs> emotionless. Yeah, done. there it is. Yep, that's that's just the face. <laughs> I mean
1: that's his resting
2: face. Everything on Google Images. Yeah, keep scrolling. Just keep going. It's all the same. Oh yeah. There was Love one it. smile in there and it threw me that's off. Not gonna lie. There it is.
1: Just the open mouth. Just the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but
2: that Look. being that being said. He'd be a pretty good hire for. Whoa, he's smiling. Uh, that's the, that's the one. Nice. That being said, he would probably be a decent a decent replacement for Bowles, who was a defensive-minded coach who could not develop a rookie quarterback to save his life apparently. Mm. Yeah. And wasn't even that good at coaching well, a defense. Have an
0: okay, quarterback right now, so that might yeah, be good. Yeah.
2: But it's a rookie, so you need to make sure that yeah. you nurture Now's the time him you get an all the offensive mind. Yeah, make sure you don't ruin it because the Jets have ruined quarterbacks in the past. Look at where Mark Sanchez is after such a promising start. Sanchez. Yeah, the Sanchez. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's Who, true. Uh, I mean... Butt but Fumble? Is yes. That... Captain, oh, Butt ca- Fumble. Captain, Captain. Butt Fumble. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah, Captain to you. <laughs> Captain to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you got where Captain? I was going with that, but okay. Ah, Captain. 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 Captain.
0: No, so uh, yeah. No, I don't know his real name. I just know him as Butt Fumble. Butt Fumble. Sounds
2: good. Yeah, the Sanchez. And that's pretty much it for... Realistic jets coaches that that they could get. I mean, I think McCarthy would be a pretty good I hire think, there. I think both It'd McCarthy be good structure for a young quarterback. I mean, they're they're also going to interview Adam Gase. That one I don't mind either. That's but not a bad idea. I think Gase needs a year off. I think Gase got a little fried in in Miami. I mean, let's be real. I think Miami like was really mediocre for a long time and never progressed past the Jeff Fisher phase and. I don't think that the, that the Jets want that. I think they want a chance for more. McCarthy at least has a good resume. Same with Caldwell.
1: Yeah.
0: I just want to point out that I'm looking up ahead of time about the Cardinals. Proud of you. And the we'll same just... argument I gave you the other night is on here. What do you mean? What you could have changed in 11 reason, months?
2: At the very least, give him what are you watching back there?
0: It's, every time you look up an article, there has to be some dumb video that has nothing some to do with it. Some ad or something that's right. just
2: like a that, yeah, yeah. Why
1: yeah. are you here, Alex? I will come over there.
0: Do it. And choke you with your with your redhead doll. <laughs> Almost said it. Didn't say it. Don't know who that is. Don't, Don't know who that is.
1: Toupee. It's, it's, it's orange. He lives in a white house. A small white house. A white house. No, it's huge. It's a <laughs> huge white house. It's very old and prestigious like me. Cardinals firing of Steve
0: Wilkes is unfair and outrageous. What could have changed in 11 months?
2: Well, exactly. S- Want well, to know what? What? Steve Wilkes was a coordinator for one year.
0: Okay. That was he a was dumb a defensive
2: hire. coordinator for one year before he got hired. That was a dumb hire. So? Before that, he was never a coordinator. You think he can, you can he run a whole team, let alone call plays? And run a whole team, organiz- like a whole team. Mm. What could, he have, what could Dude, he have Dude, that's literally throwing
1: months? a congressman who's been in session for two years as a president. You Dude doesn't know what the hell he's I doing. I'm like, pretty sure not you argument. just did, said that's, that's that was
2: kinda Obama. Up, kinda did something Obama
1: like. never held serious office. He was
2: except a senator to, though.
1: Right, he was a senator. That's six years. I'm talking a congressman. I'm talking ah, two years. A okay. rep. I'm talking a rep.
2: Okay, two All years. Right. I mean. That was a rough comparison. Yeah, I mean, you could have
1: done better. Oh, piss off, you wankers.
2: (laughs) All right. Don't know where that came from, but fine. All I'm saying is the Cardinals needed someone who was a good young offensive mind knowing they were having, oh, look, another rookie quarterback, Josh Rosen. You want to nurture a young rookie quarterback, you pair him with a veteran quarterback, which they did in Mike Lennon, and you pair him with a young offensive mind. Steve Wiltz? One-year defensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Who,
0: Where was he who? before that?
2: I don't. He was uh, he was Ron Rivera's assistant or something. He was. He was his coffee boy. He didn't even call plays. Ron Rivera was calling plays. Coffee boy. He was a coordinator under Ron Rivera. Coffee coordinator. So he might have been a linebackers guy or something. I don't. I don't really know. But I think there was there was a stopgap in between. There was. Uh, Uh, Actually, it was uh, McDermott. It was... uh, Sean McDermott? Sean McDermott. The Bills Bills defensive coordinator was... No, the Bills head coach was the defensive coordinator of the Panthers. I bet Steve Wilkes was a linebacker's coach or something under him.
0: Wait, can I give you a quote? How did they find these guys? Team owner... Which one? uh, ...of the Cardinals said during Uh, the hiring process of Wilkes, he made such a strong impression... They never interviewed anyone else.
2: Yeah, it's not a good look. Oh, wow. that's it's not a good rough. look. It was a quote
0: from before the season started.
2: It's that an awful rough. look.
0: Yep. It said, uh, during the process, he did not marrying interview any the of the other date. coaching
2: prospects who were to take part. Hey, you want to know what that was? Say it again, Drew. That's
1: like marrying someone on the first date. Yes, it is. That's I think exactly that was what that is. a Pretty good
0: comparison. You, uh, you What's sti- that you... awful show? Ninety day. This was Ninety Day Fiance. Of course. <laughs> there you go. This what the exact... heck is that? Don't. We're not getting into it.
2: Anyway, <laughs> how do that's, you know? That's, that's, that's exactly the show.
0: Are you kidding? That's one of Emily's favorite shows. It's on TV. These, it's advertised These time. These, oh these people meet get each out other. More. Never meet each other. They become engaged immediately. Mm. They've never met, and mm. they get ready to get married in ninety days. Dude, I am. They try not to break it off. Don't yeah, you? Don't you
1: sign me up for that? I swear to God. I'm never showing up.
2: Alex, you got a contact? You got, got a source? Got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> we got right. a Pats
1: guy. We better not have a 90-day marriage guy. Well,
0: if but we this do. This is exactly what played out. They're like, let's just hire this guy, see what happens. And then it just fell apart before the, before the honeymoon. So it's true.
2: Also, I mean, there, there were a lot of things. Like Defensively, they had some serious struggles. And from a guy who should have been, like, if you're not an offensive guy with a rookie quarterback, you need to be a defensive mastermind. Like, you need to be brilliant. And he came in and he misused Patrick Peterson. I mean, he, was, he, was, he wasn't he was using him in shadow coverage. He was using him in zone and on sides. I mean, if you have one of the best man-to-man corners in the league, you you, sh- you have him shadow and shut down opposing number ones. That way, an offensive coordinator with half a brain cell isn't like, oh, my number one is usually lines up on this side. Let's move him around a little bit. And then, look, your offense kills it. No. Steve Wilkes needs to go back to being a coordinator and get some more experience. I'm pretty sure he wasn't even an assistant head coach when he was in Carolina. Well,
0: Belichick had a, first, a tough first go at it, too, didn't he? He got uh, fired from his no, first two No, he jobs. was
2: a defensive coordinator in Parcells. So, no, 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 when he was,
0: uh, no, after he was a head, when his first head coaching job, with it was the Cle- rough, wasn't with,
2: it? No, with the Cleveland Browns. No, he actually he, did fairly decent. The Cleveland Browns' last playoff victory was against the Patriots with Bill Belichick as head coach. Oh, shit, that's right. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's the, a crazy the little only tidbit re, of knowledge. The only reason why Bill Belichick lost his job was because the Browns moved. Ah, that's oh, we, were, also talking true. we were talking about this yesterday. We were talking about this the other day. This yeah. is when, when they moved, they moved to, to become the
0: Baltimore. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Belichick. Wait, was, so why would they fire him? That doesn't make any sense.
2: Clean house. That's ridiculous. No, no, Fresh start. Watch the thirty for thirty on on the two Bills. It was going. That was more. A good. It was fantastic. Was it was oh, awesome, I saw that. That was, was great. Awesome. I think you missed the first half or the first bit of it when they went into his co- head coaching bit. Yeah, was I think I did. I yeah. yeah,
0: watched the end. That's that was beautiful.
2: Good. Yeah, no, but it was essential Patriots porn. I mean, that's what that was. Yeah, and then you got ta- it was
0: good. It was good. Oh, it was amazing. Well it was interesting it's interesting cuz they hadn't seen each other in a long time. It was fun to see like the tension yeah. break oh, down. Yeah. Like, oh so the, There was also you still, could
2: feel the It was awkward, but you could also still see that there was some serious respect too. Like the, the way they talked to each other, it, yeah, it was awkward cuz they didn't know how many jokes to make to each other, but there was still serious respect when they were ever well, talking the same about the past. kind of
0: guy. Oh yeah,
1: they're yeah. Yeah, phenomenal like, hard asses, but right. they are
2: damn good coaches.
0: Yeah, and they both know it. Oh yeah. So you've got uh, what is it? Dirk Cotter, that his name? Dirk Cutter, Dirk, Cutter. Yeah. Cutter, Dirk Cutter. So now he's gonna become the it looks like he's The OC of the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. What I was reading heck? that. I think what? The... he did a terrible job with his offense. Why would they make him an offensive coordinator?
2: No, no. Uh well, first of all, Dirk Cutter was a really good up and coming offensive coordinator before he got that head coaching job. And their offense actually wasn't the problem. If you look at their look at the Tampa just... Bay's look at Tampa Bay's offense. Look at the yards per game and the and the passing yards per game and total yards per game, they finished pretty well. Like, the offensive coordinator for the Bucks that also got canned, he's up for some head coaching jobs. What? If I, if I could remember his name, I, I would tell you. So what, but, are they
0: blaming the quarterback? What are they blaming on this awful show?
2: They're essentially blaming Dirk Cutter and his lack of leadership and his lack of defense. He's essentially the fall guy. Yeah, he's essentially the fall guy. You realize um, that any
1: time a team has a terrible season, that ownership needs to have a fall guy.
2: Everyone has a fall guy. And it's Guarantee it's either going to be a coordinator or a coach. Who was it? Was it Chris Carter who said you have to have a fall guy? You always need to have a fall guy. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I think someone said that. He was like, just make sure you have a fall guy and you'll be okay. Yeah, the only reason the they had. never wanted on
0: themselves. If they had a great offense, it was only because Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick were just making something out of nothing half the time.
2: Well, yeah, That's and magic. also Fitzpatrick had, what, four games where he went over 400 yards and four right. touchdowns? I mean, like, it's definitely buoyed. Just by, because
0: the quarterback saves the team doesn't make it him a good coach.
2: Sometimes they he look at the final line. So they, much. They look at the final line. They look at the final stats. Sometimes it's very short-sighted, hence why Steve Wilkes got a head coaching job.
0: These guys were running half the time. The, half of these plays are them on the run and just finding a guy who was out of his route. I'm not
2: disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that it's... it's
0: crap. These guys shouldn't get jobs. They should be lowered quarterback, coach, Well, whatever. he went from head
2: coach to offensive coordinator, so he did get it's a demotion. Only, that's only one demotion. They're fired. That's, that's all. I mean, You're Mike McCarthy free. just got fired and he's going to get another head coaching job. Same with Adam Gates. Same yeah, with but, Vance Joseph. Yeah, but Mike Hugh McCart- Jackson might get a job in Cincinnati. Oh this is the way it God. works. Yeah, but Dude, Mike that McCarthy,
0: that makes sense. You get him out of his element, get him a new element. Maybe he's better in a new system, but Hugh Jackson doesn't make any sense.
2: But this is the way the NFL works. It's, they, they. they it's, it's all about getting retreads. That, they love it. They <sighs> love... Finding guys who did the job before, who had some success, and just rehire them because they're too scared to hire a young up-and-coming kid. Hasn't
0: it shown not to work? It's clearly shown the, itself the, over the whole, and over the again whole that doesn't thing? work. Yet.
2: Yes, absolutely. And the young kids like Sean McVeigh and Lance Lynn and Sean guys McVay. like that actually have some success. Absolutely. But you're also not going to change these old 70-year-old minds. True. Like, literally, I think most of the owners are at least 70. Yeah, that sounds about right. And and they, they tell their their general managers and their upper management, this is the way they want it run, and that's just how it goes. Yep.
1: So Sean
0: McVeigh is the head coach of the Rams. Yep. He yeah. is, wow, I believe, he's... the
2: youngest head coach in NFL history. Man, he's killing like 35. It. Killing it. Yeah, he's
0: 30. He's 30. Yeah. He's no, I'm sorry. It. He's 31. Yeah. Nope. Sorry again. 32. Oh, ah, we're getting okay, there.
2: Okay,
1: where are you getting all these numbers
0: from? It, it said he's the youngest in 2017 at the age of 30, but... Just because of the party of the year we're in, he's now 32. Okay. okay.
2: Also, his wife is gorgeous. Just a little side whoa, tidbit whoa, there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Keep it professional here, Jerry. All right, guy. She is she has she is wonderful eyes. Professional. Oh. Alex, <laughs> what does Sean McVeigh's wife look like? If I'm thinking of the right person, I really hope I do. <laughs> <laughs> I really? I hope she's a hag. <laughs> that would be awesome. Definitely not. What happened to keeping it professional? What? Whoa,
1: I caramba. I win. <laughs> Beautiful eyes. Ah, very Wow. Sorry, did I almost <laughs> break the mic there? Yeah, I think we hit a new off. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Good good for that guy. Beautiful eyes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful eyes. Sparkling
0: personality. Well about the eyes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well he's killing it, so he's not losing his job. No. Oh, no, no no no. no, no. Well, they're even Super Bowl If he favorites did, now. it looks like he'd be
2: fine. Oh, yeah. He's comfortable.
0: Extraordinarily. Yeah. Wait. Huh? huh? Comfortable. Oh. Comfortable. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: Moving on. So, anyways, um, the Browns. Oh. Let's talk about the Browns.
0: Yes, please. I'm very excited about I mean, the Browns.
2: I mean, were you we just going to say that?
0: <laughs> no. Go ahead. No. Nope. What did you want do you, to talk what you, about? What do you want to talk about? The Bengals? Come on. No, let's talk about I the Browns. I was to say,
2: I heard an interesting
1: rumor that Rex Ryan could be a potential candidate for the Dolphins. And he's actually sniffing around, maybe finding some uh, potential coaches to join him why Dynamic. would
0: he come back into Dude, our division i would love it what I is hate his issue that son of a bitch. maybe
2: he sees sees bills towards the end maybe that's the thought process what, what show
0: is he on him. now because he's terrible on it. i hate it oh, he's, yeah, he's he's is awful. he on
2: nfl countdown or is he yes on... he is he's all yeah.
0: it's not good he's not a tv personality
2: but he's a personality i love i don't he, think so he's someone no, just a personality i don't
0: think his personality it's is not good a tv personality just a personality just a type of personality. Yeah, he's a type of personality. You could be defined.
2: Is he, is he a good or bad person? He's a person.
1: <laughs> he has a hate personality. personality. He exists. Is what it is. In this world. Love day. Sexy Rexy. Ugh. Foot fetish Rexy. Ugh. Put our best he'd be an forward. awful he'd be an awful hire. These are awful uh, they're gonna they're also gonna can't just so I would Cantahill. hate that team even more. So, I hate any team he coaches. That's
2: fair. Rex
0: Ryan gathers staffers for possible chance to coach Dolphins.
2: So here's the, here's the one thing about that is anytime a head coach is up for an interview, they, or anytime he, they want to get an interview, they have to have some um, <clears throat> coordinators already kind of set in place because that's one of that's part of the interview process is is bringing that up and talking about it Rex that.
0: Ryan's not the kind of guy that's going to come out of retirement just because they wants to interview he's either going to get the job no, no, no. or not at all but he's if, not even going to go in for the interview if he's not 99% sure he's getting the job no 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 that's not so. true but no. also
2: it's going to be if you're going in rep. for an interview you have to have a staff in place or like a a soft idea of who your staff is that's part of the interview process is having some group of uh, at least at least two or three guys on each side of the ball that you're going to bring in. I bet because your that's brother's p- on it. Probably, actually. That makes sense. But like, that's part of the process of the interview is who's your staff going to be because they vet them, too.
0: Wait, the Browns want Adam Gase?
2: They're Why? interviewing him. The Browns have cast a really wide net. Greg Williams and the Broncos uh, him Kitchens. Too. McDaniels, isn't it? Isn't McDaniels rumored to maybe... Dude, th- they just interview everyone. Because <laughs> unlike the Pretty Cardinals, much. they don't interview one person and then hire them. They're smart, for once. They go on multiple days before they marry someone. Mm-hmm. No, but the Browns are also uh, interviewing their offensive and defensive coordinators. Mm. Also. As well. Greg Williams and uh, Freddie Kitchens. Fangio, the guy from... Uh, Big Fangio? Yeah, he looks really good. The Bears? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Dolphins are also linked to him and Brian Flores. I that was
2: yeah, I mean, Flores, Flores is seeming like someone who's going to get a lot of interviews. But everything I've read is Flores won't be leaving this year. So explain this to me, because I didn't
1: even know who the hell Brian Flores was before this year. Right. So why is there
2: so much speculation in, why do so many people like this guy so much? So one thing that I think got attention is, are you familiar with the Rooney Rule? Yes. So for those who aren't, in the NFL you have to hire one, or not hire, you have to interview interview one person of a minority group before you can make your hire on a coaching staff. So in order to do that, obviously you need to interview just anyone who's not white. Not a white guy. Wait, is Wilkes white? Nope. See, Wilkes is black. So, and I think that he got at least one or two interviews due to the Rooney rule. Teams were like, "All right, well he's a respectable young coordinator on the Patriots, a team that does create a lot of head coaching candidates. And I think he got an interview and blew him away and then word got around and that's kind of how that spread and so I think last year he interviewed with the Cardinals or he was going to interview with the Cardinals and they thought because they thought he was amazing because he interviewed well with I don't even remember who it was now um, but it, and it just kind of catches on because again the NFL is a copycat league you can say that a million times because it's true Remember when the wildcat started? Oh, Every team needed to do a Wildcat formation. Same happens with head coaches, which is why we see a lot of retrades. Retreads, retreats, I don't know what it's called. Retrend? Hmm. Yeah, I'm over it. Anyway, so, and I think that's kind of how the Brian Flores sweepstakes began. Then they realized he's actually a really bright young defensive mind. They really liked what he brought to the table defensively. What really sets him back. I think is the fact that he's on the defensive side of the ball, and it seems that the NFL today is really moving towards young offensive minds like Sean McVay. That's a, that's the big one. Like Josh McDaniels. McDaniels is like forty. He's still relatively young for head coaching bids. The Chiefs' um, offensive coordinator, coordinator Eric Bieniemy, is another one, and um, Pete Carmichael Jr., the Saints' offensive coordinator. Guys like that are the ones that are really going to get be the hot tickets. But there will always be a couple guys that get through who aren't don't fit that mold. You know, Mike McCarthy and Jim Caldwell, who we mentioned earlier, Vic Fangio's defensive coordinator for the Bears. Um, obviously Brian Flores being um, there. Mike Munchak is the offensive line coach for the Steelers. talk We talked about this too off the air. We understand how Mike Monchak keeps getting interviews. He's a very mediocre vanilla coach. So he's coaching the offensive line for the Steelers, yet he's getting head coaching. Interviews from the Broncos, it looks like, and the Dolphins, I think, and the Buccaneers are all requesting interviews with him, which is crazy to me. Yeah, so that's uh, any final thoughts on the coaching carousel? Don't hire Hugh Jackson. (laughs) Oh, do not hire Hugh Jackson. I disagree.
1: Please do it. It's hilarious. Is that your only reasoning?
2: From a humor standpoint, yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, do it. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Andy Dalton's only got, what, one or two good years left? Why not ruin it? (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Why
2: not? I like that logic. And you know what? Poor Red Rifle. They, I know. They're, they're Poor to Do it too. He really is going to turn into a BB gun by the end of the year, huh? Right be-bing, be-bing. The, actually, Hugh Jackson was the offensive coordinator for there a couple years ago <laughs> when they actually looked pretty good. That was when Dalton hit like forty three hundred yards and had his thirty to ten touchdown. We'll see. I would to love to see ratio. him in the league
1: again. Look, some guys are great coordinators and some guys are great coaches. Oh, yeah. Especially if he stays in the AFC North and gets that crap from the Browns twice a year if they beat them. Oh my
2: god, Baker's oh, going to rip be... him a new one. Awesome. I love me some Baker. Oh, oh man, that's that,
0: awesome. my, my favorite play of the year. Guy intercepts the ball, hands it back to Hands Jackson. it back. Mm-hmm. And he had Demarius no idea. Randall.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. It was awesome. Good looks. Alright, playoff All right. picture. Well, first let's take a quick break. We'll see a nice uh, ad from Bellman Jewelers and uh, we'll come back and take a look at the upcoming playoff picture. So this weekend we have the Wildcard Weekend. Ooh, ooh. Always exciting to have Saturday Sunday. Yeah heck yeah, Saturday Sunday games back to back. Love it. Alright, so play this ad and we'll be right back with the playoff picture. Buying an engagement ring
0: can be stressful. There are so many different routes, and everyone is giving you an opinion on what you should do. At Bellman's, we are customer first. We want to educate you on what you are buying and help make the engagement process simple and easy. Our staff is not on commission, and our goal is to help you make the perfect ring in your budget. We don't sell fake warranty plans, we stand behind what we make. We have hundreds of engagement styles in stock, and if you can't find what you're looking for, we'll custom create it. We have the fastest custom department in New England. Bellman's believes in customer first, and don't just take our word for it. Go and check out our Google, Yelp, and Facebook reviews and see for yourself. Come by Bellman Jewelers and visit us on Elm Street in Manchester, right here in Tax-Free New Hampshire.
2: What? That's hilarious <laughs> Three. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on Drew, I just want Drew to be angry the whole time it's on though
1: Three, two, one We're back Why are you playing this garbage? <laughs> Thank freaking God Play it oh back, back, play it back, play it back Don't, play back, don't play do it, it. Play back. don't you do it uh, What
0: about the NFL picture? <laughs> what, what were we saying? Playoff picture or
2: something? Soccer it's garbage
0: Oh, sorry, oh no, we're talking about a different kind of football—the
1: real kind.
2: Oh, okay. So my thing then. Oh, uh, we get—we got to redo this because I am
1: so lost right now. This now. is a.
0: Let's talk about that—that uh, that NFL playoff picture.
1: I was playing with the little redheaded poop guy. <laughs> so, Glad we're back. Oh. Well, thank you, thank you. All right, so now we're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture and our predictions. So, Jerry, why don't you go first? Alex, thank you for queuing that up. So, Jerry, why don't you give us uh, your predictions, a couple of reasons why, then and we'll move to Alex, and then I'll finish it up. we we just bang through these real quick? Bang them. Bang through them. Let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Get them. Yeah. <laughs> Texans, Chargers, Cowboys, Bears, done. Okay, a little more. Like, okay, like, I'll give you some more. Here? Texans. I think the Texans are going to beat the Colts because Deshaun Watson, I think that Colts team still kind of feels a little fake to me, and I think the Texans have a Better, deeper team, specifically on defense, despite the fact that the Colts made a lot of really significant changes, specifically late in the year that really benefited, specifically Darius Leonard, who's looking like he's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year in the AFC. But I think the Texans still take it. They seem to be finally a bit more balanced on offense. Lamar Miller's getting going. Um, I'm going to say the Chargers take it over the Ravens. The Chargers are a hot team. And they have proved time and time again this year that they can win on the road and they can win with some serious dominance. Phillip Rivers is also having a resurgent year, so I'm going with the Chargers over the Ravens. I will say the Cowboys over the Seahawks. The Cowboys look like a scary team ever since they got Amari Cooper. That team is finally clicking on all cylinders. Dak's throwing over 200 yards passing, which is an accomplishment if you watched the first half of the season. But... He's throwing close to 300 yards now. He's getting a couple touchdowns to Cooper, who looks like the stud we thought he was coming out of Alabama. Ezekiel Elliott's amazing. We thought he was. Yeah, that defense has really taken a lot of steps forward, specifically in the secondary. Byron Jones is really looking into a, turning into a star. Vander Esch, that linebacker, is awesome. He plays a real old-school style. Has the big neck roll, uh, a la Brian Cox, if you're a fan of the Young Patriots or Brewski. Um, and the last team I definitely remember because it's definitely still queued up on the TV. Definitely not the off Eagles the board. And, and the, the Eagles-Bears. Bears. I'm going to take the Bears. And the reason why is that defense, man. That looks so good. They got all pros on every level. Kalomak is a beast. Akeem Hicks up the middle. Um, Roquan Smith. Um, uh, Eddie Jackson. Adrian Amos. Prince Amukamara. Go down the line on that defense. It's amazing. And I don't think the Eagles can hold a candle. I think I think that that Bears defense is You're wrong. The Bears defense that's gonna whoop Foles ass. Wrong.
0: Fole's effect in full effect. Foles effect.
2: Fole's effect in full effect?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go backwards here and just go with Eagles are definitely gonna win. No chance. Absolutely. Why? For Vegas. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. Sound logic. I accept. Uh the Cowboys are definitely gonna win for sure, over the Seahawks. They're just a mean-looking team. Chargers are going to win. Good insight. Well, the only, the only issue with the Cowboys that I've noticed, the only thing I noticed about Dak Prescott, which is very little, um, is that he he throws these beautiful bombs, and he just misses these guys by, like, three or four yards, and it's all his fault. It's not like, oh, they misstep. Like, he's just not. Even when he has time in the pocket, like, he can't hit them. It's kind of hilarious. Okay. And sad. Because he has a mark there's, like – when you go online, there's just like constant videos of him just missing Amari Cooper with like a 40-yard toss. And then uh, definitely the, the Texans over the Colts just because I hate the Colts. You skipped one. No, Chargers. Okay. Why? Why? Philip Rivers earned it. I like it. Years of being crapped on. I like it. That None out. of these are sound logic. All of this is just who I like. And oh. I also want to watch Foles win it again for the Eagles. I enough. just want Carson Wentz to hate himself a little. Okay,
1: well you go die in hell. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Colts over Texans. Okay. I want to say because the Colts have been a very hot team this year.
2: They're going to get a little lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you see. All right. I'm you going had with to, who you. I had get. to be that guy. Yep. Oh yeah. 100. percent
1: So I also hate the Colts. But I'm trying to use logic here. The Texans are my also are also my second favorite team. I mean, diehard Pats, but if I was to root for another team, it would be the Texans. My boy, DeAndre Hopkins, and Deshaun Watson from Clemson.
2: I don't have any puns for those names. Uh, nope. hey,
1: good. Um, what are you going to do? I want to go with uh, some experience with Luck. Luck has been on fire. He's looking like the Andrew Luck of old in his first couple of years. Um, man. They've been on a roll. I don't know how, but they've been making some magic happen in Indy. And I don't know, the Texans, I'd like them as a team, but I mean they started to slip a little bit toward the end. So I'm gonna go Colts on that one. Um, I'm gonna say Chargers over the Ravens. I think the Chargers team is very complete. They have a lot of uh, a lot of weapons. Rivers is playing fantastic. Um, this is as good as I've seen the Chargers in years since the LT years. Uh, I think this could be their year to make a pretty good run. Um, Lamar Jackson. I just, I mean, if you just keep him in the pocket, if you just play a spy and just work to try and contain him, make him throw. And make him one-dimensional. All you got to do, take, take away the run game, the take away the, the scrambles, and uh, I think you can easily win that game if you're the Chargers. Make him beat you, which I don't think that he can. And then um, we have the what was it? Cowboys. Cowboys, Seahawks. Seahawks. Um, I gotta go Seahawks on principle. I hate the Cowboys and I just gotta go off experience this last, you know, eighteen years or whatever it is, twenty years since their last Super Bowl runs. Um so just experience. The Cowboys are gonna shit all over themselves. Seahawks and then um, Eagles Bears. Eagles Bears, I'm taking the Bears. That defense They're um, really professional is here. really good. Yeah, thank you. Uh I'm taking yeah, I'm taking the Bears because of that defense. I think their offense is kind of a net, but that defense is that, damn. I think that good. offense is
2: good enough. Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, um Allen Robinson. I mean, I think I think they're good enough. I don't
1: know. I don't trust the Brisky. But I digress. So Duh, Bears, da Bears. See, so see, we got that them on is board. the conclusion the to episode four of Pop Sports. Thank you for joining us, and thank you to our sponsors, Bellman Jewelers, where it's a matter of trust. Blake's Restaurants, their two locations, both in Manchester and King's Barber Shop, coming soon. So, keep an eye out for that. Penthouse uh, floor at... uh, I have my notes here. Don't you worry. 1650 Elm Street in Manchester. We are so organized. (laughs) Because, hey, at King's Barbershop. Live like a king. Thank you very much, and...